Welcome. Hey, buddy. Did you hear anything? I didn't hear any audio out of that clip. I hope the audience did. I'm not sure. Oh, my. You know, it's possible they didn't. Oh, gosh. I mean, I was hearing it, so I enjoyed it. So Without, without context, it was still pretty pictures of me. So. <laughs> Recent Tartarians. What's up, everybody? How's it going? Uh, well, I don't know if everybody heard the audio. Sounds like maybe not. If you didn't hear it, probably they didn't hear it. But trust me, you guys, it was a really wonderful little tune from my friend DJ Quad. I, I inferred what it meant. So there we go. Um, Epic. Well, uh, I'll figure out a way to get that uh, shared properly, maybe to the page uh, as a standalone. But uh, let's go ahead and remove that yeah, for the moment. Hello. Good to see your How's smiling it going? face. Uh, I think oh, this yeah. is the first time we've chatted. So other than via text, Happy New Year. Oh, yeah, were. since New Year's. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, first time we've chatted. Did they total recall his brain? Like we're friends for ages. Oh, call, totally, call totally. No, 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 yeah, it's, no. But it's been a, it's been a minute. That, like New Year's happened theoretically, and a bunch of other things too. And yeah. things are pretty interesting now. Yeah. Yes. Yes, they <laughs> are. <laughs> well, so uh, you know, obviously on a million fronts, and we, you know, we both have ample opportunity, time, and occasion to chop it up about a lot of different um diverse matters uh many of them a little bit fringe uh many of them very controversial uh today i asked you you know well it's kind of interesting because like you you pinged me and was like hey let's get on together soon and i was like bro you read my mind i i've been wanting to talk to you about this very thing uh and the content of our of our you know individual chat was um pretty much right away was like, you know, you updated me. I quit Instagram. And I'm like, yeah, I'm out as well. Now we had talked about it a little bit ahead of time. So it wasn't totally a surprise for me to hear, oh, you went ahead and did it. Um, but it's kind of a big deal, right? I mean, it's yeah, it, probably it's, our biggest platform, our funnest, like casual sandbox. Well, it, it, it was media. for a you while. Can, okay. Right, right. It was, it, for it was for a while. That's the thing. Everything comes in waves. You know, MySpace was hot. I used to have a lot of followers. Like, things happen, man. But, like, the thing that's really cool is that we can – this is the first time – what's really unique about jumping off of Instagram is this is the first time that a bunch of people arguably are able to do that in the mainstream uh, because of a TOS terms of service problem. Because so many of the uh, the apps, what's happened for the last ten years has been, well, yeah, but it's LimeWire. You know, everyone's like, okay, I get what I want out of the app, so it's okay if they spy they spy on me and they put, um, you know, malware in my computer. It's like that's not a good system, but you keep wanting to have the access to the app. Now, now that we've you know had this happen with Facebook, people weren't able to. They knew that Facebook was messed up, but nobody knew how to jump off of Facebook yet. Because there wasn't anything there last couple of years, you know. I mean, mine's was kind of not quite there yet. It's a lot better than it was then, but your first impressions are hard. And mm -hmm. so when you say, "Hey, we're building this together," that doesn't always sell as well as we have a perfect thing that's like safe for the lawyers and whatever. So Facebook kind of won for a while, but now you look at how they purchased all these great. Instagram was useful because of hashtags, and it was not very well censored. It was the algorithm was easy to game. 
is a good way to put it for longer than it was for other systems. You know, I think you touched on a really important point right there with respect to first, you mentioned MySpace hearkening back to an earlier era of, you know, what we think of as um, kind of quaint social media today. But really, at the end of the day, MySpace, MySpace, excuse me, was very modern. It had most of the features that we see today on the Facebooks of the world. Um, it had more features. You could like shrink down the page, have a whole new HTML page that you put there. People I mean, sure, we, were having, yeah. we were having fun in that HTML editing era. Everybody was with their page. I, I, it, arguably, it was probably good that the internet moved on from such bells and whistles uh, on our on our pages. But, um, you know, what I was going to say was that um, basically that MySpace, when it debuted, uh, and then later, a couple of years later, Facebook both did so in a time and era of a complete absence of skepticism or caginess on the part of the public, you know, to trying a project or a platform, excuse me, such as that out, right? It seemed like an unprecedented, fun place to go be. Um, it was a natural evolution of the AOL-driven chat room type community that itself was an artifact and an outgrowth of the even earlier bulletin board system type message boards communities that came before them, right? Um, but we lost that internet. That's the beauty of the old system. BBS boards were like in your mom's closet connected to the fax line. And when they started getting rid of that, you know, we had cool things like IRC. And this is kind of one of my um, pet peeves is like, you know, we used to use hashtags like and dollar signs and asterisks and, you know, all these symbols way before Twitter, you know, and Twitter has uh, kind of taken credit. I think it was Messina has taken credit for the hashtag. And really all they did was they misinterpreted and broke down a fabulous part of the internet. It used to be that you had um, dollar signs and pound signs. You had a room, you know, like at a person mm -hmm. was in a room, pound sign, whatever. And mm -hmm. then you'd have a subject, which was an asterisk. And we had like pretty well built like a coding inference system that was we would kind of speak in, you know, the AFK, sure. LOL, all that sure. comes from then. And then, you know, Twitter didn't have a very good search algorithm. So they're like, every word's coming up all the time. So maybe just emphasize words with the symbol, but they used the wrong symbol. And then they kind of, by doing that, destroyed um, the the grammar and the, 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 the dialect of, you know, open matrix era computer generation. Like there were a lot. And so MySpace is also the Tom is not your friend documentary. I vaguely remember from like 20 years ago, probably, but there was a, there was a video that was all about this, which was LimeWire, which was built on Nutella. When I was a kid, we used Unix and Macs and we didn't have windows all the time. So, you know, we had to use computers uphill both ways in the snow, but we had like Nutella networks, you know, Nutella was like for peer to peer right. file sharing. And then that became used in LimeWire and acquisition. All these but those were like products that were accessing an open network. And so those products were spying on your computer and the people that own those companies or put money into those companies were Rupert Murdoch. I mean, there were a lot of people, but Microsoft and other companies were kind of sketch about it. Rupert Murdoch was gung ho because he's out of Australia to do this. So Kazaa, which is like one of the scariest oh, yeah. ones, 
Kazaa was uh, really into spying on you, had crazy amounts of malware that you agreed to have because you made an agreement that was licensed by lawyers written by Rupert Murdoch. It wasn't some little kid program made by like some hacker kids. I mean, there were ones like that, but those weren't the ones that you got ads for, you know? And so there are already, you have to think back at that point, how ads were already starting to infiltrate the proximity of internet. Like there was so many uh, less things to look at. Like, and so the things that you saw were emphasized by their, how well they were presented to you. And in AOL and things, people were, you know, targeted ads existed, you know, way before Facebook. But, you know, MySpace was a dangerous tool that came out of Kazaa. They took all of the malware features and they were like, look, we don't need to even offer them file sharing. That could be like a really small part of this. Like they can do way more through, and this is how InQtel got involved with Murdoch's, um, you know, to build, Facebook came out of trying to emulate some of the more uh, necessary features of the Chinese census also, because you have to know that in like for the last 4,000 years in China, you go from one place to another place you need to within 24 hours register that you're in that new city or that new town. Like you need to tell them where you're going and when you're going. And this is not some new thing. This is how China works. And so a lot of empires have had this sort of like, and then when you go to South America, you register your passport when you go to a hostel or something like that. Like everyone is constantly registered where they are. That is what Facebook, bless you. But that, that's what Facebook is for. And so they took away a lot of the features. You have to think like MySpace was more advanced than Facebook because you could do more things. You could make an interesting page. You could put a game or a JavaScript app that was like, you know, the snake game as your web page using MySpace pages. You'd have music and like it was an interactive multimedia experience, you know? So like I was, they, I was all over it. I was having my I was having my fun on on MySpace for a long time. As a matter of fact, you know, it took a while to transition off of it. Right. I missed my blogs. My blogs just were like, you know, one day it all just disappeared. And I was like, oh, that's a bummer because yeah. there's some good stuff there. Yeah. But, well, and they said for a while there that they were going to try to keep everything up for us. But of course, uh, you know, go back and try to find your old profile now. It's not it's not there. <laughs> no, there was apparently I found out about a month after it was too late that they had for like the several months opened up that you could contact them to get your stuff back. And it had just missed the point. I was like, oh, this is great. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, hey, uh, for anybody just joining us, uh, first off, thank you, everybody who's with us right now. I think we have, you know, 12 people or so uh, hanging out already in the chat. And um, I've screened up a couple comments from uh, friends who are coming from both of our audiences. I'm sure you're seeing them as well there, Andreas. Um, what we got together to sit down and chat about today, of course, is um, Andreas and I are both trying to move on from Instagram as a major platform and a, and a, a pillar of our social media worlds. And the whole Facebook thing, you know, because the TOS changes are for all the companies Facebook yep. has purchased. Yep. This so is an once, ecosystem wide thing. Yeah. This, this is, is why Elon Musk recently tweeted use signal because signal is an open uh, foundation that forked a product that was purchased by Twitter. And so they took over this other thing and they've made like, it's basically based on BitTorrent. Uh, guy, the guy did the Pirate Bay started building right. originally. So there's a lot of reasons why we want to use apps like that and the things that exist. But it's good to probably point out the problems with the terms of service changes because there's a reason why I used it begrudgingly yep. up until a few, like a month ago. Yep. And there's a reason why now I'm not. And it's basically because, you know, now they are, you know, beyond, they record all your text messages. They download access to all of your information. They scan for files and photos and videos. 
they're listening to you at any time. They can open up your microphone and Instagram and just listen to you for commercial recording purposes, which can then be, you know, accessed by you go, you go. I'm gonna light my torch. Well, there's just some crazy yeah. there's just some crazy things that they've added and it's especially scary with like WhatsApp, you know, because WhatsApp was designed to be, you know, around the world. It's really popular in outside of the United States. It's just becoming more popular in the United States, arguably. I mean, it was so for last 10 years or more everywhere you go people are using whatsapp to talk and not use cell phone minutes so that was really useful during the egyptian revolution and uh the, you know the uh, overthrow um that the facebook blocked i think forty-eight thousand people uh t which owned um, american trade towers at the time which was a cellular company blocked out access to um internet and so the only thing they had to go on was using signal um uh, tech secure, I think it was it called at the time, in order to communicate while, you know, Twitter basically, like messages and radio. And so it was scary because you see in real time what it's like to destroy everyone's uh, communication systems. But it's also amazing to see how we still have alternatives and more and more of them have been built now. Because, you know, I'm starting to realize also in this like political hubris that we always get into that it's not about left or right or up and down anymore. Like really, there's, it's more about uh, techno realism and techno idealism. Like really at the end of the day, do you want the world to be away or do you see that the world's doing something and you need to change it? Like those are two different ways of looking at the world. So some people are building these platforms that are, um, you know, they're there in the background. Now we have minds. Now we have pixel fed is like the, is a pretty right. good right. open source. Uh, it looks, it's like a, uh, you told me about that one. Yeah. And I'm still working on trying to get, uh, their search algorithm a little bit stronger because I think that's a big flaw in, in almost all of these is that you need transparency on how you find and how things are suggested to you. And the more things that, you know, you don't understand how they're suggested, you should be able to say, I only want to see content made from people that have less than 20,000 followers for the next, you know, hour or whatever I'm looking at. Like I want my suggestions to be filtered by I'm trying to find that, or I want to find this. And right. Taking away options like that, and especially with Cheers, the app. Everybody. Cheers. But yeah, they're they're setting it on uh, your television. Like you can't access live or any of the special um, filters to look through your algorithm. And so that's just crazy. You don't need that. And so you know, and every single one of the other alternatives, though, like Parler, for instance, is one that's like there's a lot of promise to Parler, but it's it doesn't have full on it's not free software it, it you don't know in the long run what's going to happen with it like it, they're not necessarily free speech compliant because things can be erased and so that's why i think the best thing is to get away from the political ones and go towards like a neutral platform that's more just about free speech um as a foundation for its existence uh, the more that it's about like the technology is transparent and that the information is free and it's right. for historical preservation purposes and et cetera, then it's less about, you know, and that's really good. You don't want it to be like a um, partisan issue, like what, what platform you're on. That's the biggest scare for a lot of reasons. You should not be so divided. And this is what happened with, you know, Facebook is like they started hiding people from each other in echo chambers so that they can't communicate. And so if you have two separate platforms entirely, then that's two different buckets that they can both watch that you can't see from one cell to the other. 
So we want a universal platform. We want to share with people that are dynamic and diverse and have different opportunities and different um, opinions and different uh, hypotheses and, and have different experiences. And so you want people from all backgrounds to use the same platform. Uh, but you want to be able to do it in a way that it protects the individual and, you know, Instagram listening to you, you're recording, you know, you're, you're in the middle of the night and like your house, like it's not the way. Have you ever put down your phone in one room and walked to another room to have a conversation with somebody before? Well, I know I, I, suppose. I know I have. I know I have. And that's not <laughs> what exactly are you asking me? Not because we were plotting, you know, uh, revolution or anything either. It was just like, I don't want this thing next to me right now. I don't need to get ads served for the topic I'm about to discuss with my friend or my spouse uh, for the next two weeks to a month. Um, for those of you who just saw me, by the way, glancing away while Andreas was sort of, you know, giving us the overview of this issue. Um, it's because I had what I thought was a recent article up explaining the terms of service in plain English. It turned out to be a much older version of an article from Gizmodo dealing with, you know, because this has been an issue every time these companies have updated their terms of service over the years recently. Um, I, I feel like uh, for the purposes of the live stream and the fact that we're on YouTube, I don't want to, uh, I don't want to share the JP Sears uh, piece that he did on the new terms of service right here in line. Uh, although I would be surprised if he cared, honestly, because he is taking a bit of an activist bent with his recent uh, posts on a lot of this stuff and has sort of been flirting with getting banned from uh, both Facebook and Instagram uh recently it's this new it's this new fetish like this new tribal right if you get banned apparently i don't know i guess that's what people want to do i don't necessarily well, want to get banned i want it to look if i get banned i want it to be for i always like it when i get in trouble that it's for the most absurd ridiculous like the, gonna, he did what? that's why yeah, that's that's and it always it always makes me feel vindicated they're like yep he called a guy a bat got 30 days banned on facebook true story true story <laughs> I said a guy was a bat. You're not banned for calling a guy a bat. Yeah, yeah, I'm still banned for 11 days right now because somebody was making a gravity joke or something, and I said, you know, like, like, yep, you're a bat. You know, you're upside down, hanging off the ceiling, and you know, they were like, and so I had to ask some friends who work at Google, and because I, I was like, do you guys, what the heck, like, what's the deal? And I have friends who've been like YouTube censors for years, have to go to therapy because they see like people get killed and they have to censor the videos. And it's like crazy stuff that they have to go through for censorship. There are bad things that they have to yep. censor. Yep. But then they're like, I don't know what it must have been that triggered it. It could have, you know, what it was maybe is that this last couple of weeks we've been hearing a lot of people calling, I'm almost afraid to say it, but like uh, bat eaters. And it was like, oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, the robot. Oh. So like, <laughs> Wow. Yeah. That's yeah, man. Cause like anything can be taken, like turned into some weird context by a machine yep. and I kind of respect it. Like I like, I like GPT. Like I, I like GPT a lot. I think that they have open uh, artificial intelligence, deep neural links, think something is racist. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm missing something, mm. you know, like that's <laughs> sure, sure. Maybe I am racist. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, you know, that's, uh, that's great. <laughs> observation. I uh, I was going to say to you, now I've related part of this story to you. 
Um, I have related part of this story in posts on Instagram on my way out the door. Uh, so I didn't make a big deal about getting ready to leave Instagram. You know, nobody cares if I'm there or not um, in the grand, grand scheme. Uh, but I did, I did, well, I say I didn't make a big deal. I did. I took my time over the last month getting ready over Christmas and just put out a couple very simple posts telling everybody I'm shutting this down. You know, I've had enough. I've gotten to my threshold. That threshold being the reasons you just stated. We've already had vastly too invasive terms of service that we've accepted with Instagram, Facebook, which are a family. Some of us were on Instagram initially, let's not forget, because it was an independent platform from Facebook and we enjoyed it for that very reason. And then they just came right along and gobbled them up and you were stuck there. Um, everybody remembers the fiascos when Facebook has you know, forced everybody to download the Messenger app. Onto right. their own, which itself came with a very invasive set of terms of service, the likes of which at the time had yet to have been seen before that. The size of the app itself was larger than the Facebook app, the Messenger, you know, sub app, the spinoff app that was just supposed to be a discrete feature, used more space, memory, background, energy, and bandwidth, you know, uh, on your phone than Facebook did. Uh, yeah, I mean, people need to switch for people. I don't know what is, you know, people need to start seeing that wire works really well. Wire messenger. I use a lot like telegram is great because they have like, mm -hmm. you know, they'll get boons on if you can hack them, they'll pay you like no now they are independent then for real. I think I had them for a while on my phone. I don't think I was using it with anybody. And I don't think I presently have even telegram. I, phone. I don't fully trust telegram i'm just saying that their encryption system is pretty good so like it seems like it's something that'd be impossible for them to fully record your conversations and get and that's especially what wire is for but what i really like is signal because signal is as right. far as i can tell like a trustworthy company and also right. like it's a company that offends people for existing and that's a good sign like a lot of people they're like oh this is going to be used for bad purposes that's almost a good tip off that they're saying that that's the right app that that's the safest app to talk through signal is like um no ad for signal but that's what it looks like for anybody who wants to see it thank you again yeah who's hanging out with us in the chat and signal isn't a social media okay that's just a discreet no. messenger for you to communicate but with your check out with. if you want to build a network like discord check out element.io element.io is really cool and it has decentralized passports so you make your own license to drive you know you don't need to go to somebody and ask them for an account like basically you make your own identity coin or passport you know kind of thing use your account with a, a password and it's yours and you've generated it hmm. and then it can tell that you've logged yourself in and so this is great. This is actually my favorite. Uh, As I dismiss the web cookies tracking freaking ubiquitous message that's on every page. Are, are you using are you using Brave? Are you using the Brave browser? No, this is Chrome. Okay, um, so so that's another thing. Still Chrome. Any rule of thumb, if you're using a Google product, find an alternative as soon as right. possible. Because A, they're all falling apart. Google is not interested in giving out free stuff anymore. They're trying to change and pivot what their company is. B, their their stuff is, you know, 
it's tracking you and it's bad. So Brave is cool because you actually earn tokens by using it. It also can block all the scripts. If you ever go to a journal and it asks you for a login or it says you've had five or six of the reads of the month or whatever, you can press block scripts and you can read the whole journal. Brave is the best browser that's on the web right now. And I you think your I phone. downloaded. I just don't know why I've been totally unsuccessful at using it or even Safari for that matter as an alternative. I'm sitting here on yeah. a Mac comes with safari I, I don't really do safari safari is like internet explorer for me i mean i'm sure there's great things about using it but i just i always use brave i try to use as many of the free software tools as possible because they're lean they don't use as much system resources they are versatile they can run on any one of your systems and you can log in back and forth and they don't spy on you and they have access to you know whatever different anything that you want you can install chrome extensions into brave so it's it's a duck that quacks it does what it needs to do. I'm sure I have it, but I'm putting it back down. It is built on Chromium, so there's a reason why people like Firefox, but I've even worried about Mozilla recently. But, like, Mozilla's cool, but they've started to change a bit also. Right. Well, so um, thank you, for, as always, for leading by example and having good suggestions, actionable, um, you know, things that people can do right now. You know, we just looked at two or three tools that are out there that have been out there um, that nevertheless, a lot of people have yet to adopt. Um, I've at least heard of uh, all of those, you know, I'm using signal and, and like it for what it's worth, you know, oh, everything and that, odyssey. There we go. Good old odyssey and library. Right. Um, yeah. So, it's like, know, that's the other thing is I've had like a thousand subscribers added in library and odyssey in the last month. So right. it makes it, this, this does everything that YouTube used to do. And it's better. Now I'm going to be able to get a laptop because I like making tokens off it. And, you know, like YouTube has suppressed me down to let like a thousand uh, of my actual subs. They're, you know, even though it's got like 11,000 most of the time, by the time a new, they just make yep. sure that things uh, fail. So being able to put my videos up here has been huge. And now I don't worry anymore about YouTube. That's a huge liberation. You know, I think that's the. Let's let's understand that together and with, you know, anybody who's listening, um, you know, watching right now, because this is a thing that, you know, so we get on and we say we're going to talk about Instagram. You immediately point out that, Steve, we're really talking about Instagram, Facebook, WhatsApp. They're a big family and all their TOS are for each other and work together and leverage you even harder on their behalf. Um, whether it's others that we trust out of willful ignorance or out of um, lack of them having gotten caught up and been in the headlines for misbehaving uh, like Twitter or others. But, you know, Twitter's been uh, hacked and compromised. Twitter's had censorship issues. Twitter's had deplatforming, etc. cetera. Um, so, you know, none of these are, none of these are free of these problems. Likewise, YouTube. Likewise, we talk about our online habits, whether it's mobile, over here, I'm pointing at my phone, uh, or on these screens on our on our laptops and desktops. Our browser's following us. The browser's got cookies in it. It wants to track us all over the web after we leave different sites, and indeed does. And we all have somewhere along the line signed up for this and signed off on this. And this was done, has been done to us. Like we've been. We've been clicking that banner dismisser for years already, for years. 
Yeah, you have to think about Endgame. Like right now, there are AI simulations of you that Facebook own that are at like your clone in a virtual reality. And it sounds like sci-fi, but I'm I'm not exaggerating. There's a system out there that has every one of your decisions you've ever made. And you're, I'm talking not just in your life on Facebook, but not just on messengers, but in your phone, <coughs> it records, sorry, yep, it records nope. every movement, accelerometers, it's getting all that. But yep. they've gone and bought uh, Blockbuster video records and your uh, credit card records and your dad's credit card records, you know, and people that don't have Facebook accounts, Facebook owns investigative companies that look into those people. In, in like discrete discussions, like on the podcast to my to my mic, uh, talking to my audience. It's like this model of you, of all of us has been getting built for decades. And the old yeah. data has been rolled in to the new data. It just adds richness and context to the new data and provides a backdrop to the new data. And no matter how much we may try to contain the collection of new data, no matter how many good best practices we may try to employ in our personal lives online, obviously, or offline, which we're never offline when our devices are always online. Well, the world's online now. And, you know, so you don't you, have my, my dad in your pocket. You have 50. You have 50 little assholes from different apps reporting to different, excuse my French, assholes somewhere else. And this yeah. isn't people they're reporting to. They're reporting to, like you said, models, machines, massive, dynamic, searchable databases that spit back out different answers when you're like, well, what if this? What if that? Do this with these models. Do that with these models. Serve this to these models. How do they respond? Oh, they love it. Kick it out. <laughs> Well, you've got also your, you know, old people and people that are anti-technology and there's a lower resolution in their study of them, but it's a pretty decent resolution because they still know their shopping habits, what their groceries are, what they eat, where they drive, when their cars get fixed. They know all of these things about a person ambiently from when they hang out with you and they get your, their recording on your device just from being around. They, they know a lot about people that don't have these devices anyway, but the people that are like us that have this stuff that we're higher resolution Me uh, measurements of, of human experiences on timelines, which is what Facebook has called it for a long time. And so yep. the timeline records uh, your choices and your reactions and choices, as well as ambiently everyone else's. So they're able to kind of predict in AI now what uh, is a socially acceptable um, response to things. And so there's, yeah, I mean, there's tons of, I mean, and William Klaus is saying, I believe in that. It's, it's not even a belief thing. Go look into yeah. open sim, open sim and open cog. And you can see some of the back end for the stuff that they have in, in proprietary form, because you're, you're obviously not going to be having access to some of the Facebook records. You can see some of the patents, you can see some of the things in Oculus about it, but mm. For the most part, you can just see the technologies there and you can put two and two together with, if you had this data and you put it into this system, you would have this thing, right? And so there's only so many people that have that data, but there's a system that you can access and see the system because they have to make that open source because what if one program gets shut down or that's the ambiguous part that's open that everyone gets to need to know, that's the need to know. So we do have that, but what's really scary is you don't necessarily know what your choices are tomorrow, but they kind of do within a range of probability of 90 some odd percent.
They know where you're going to be, where you're going to sit in your house, when you're going to get up, when you're going to the bathroom, where you're going to, you know, what, what, if someone were going to make a wild, crazy, random decision, what's the probability of it being something that they've planted on your Facebook while you're scrolling by and you're like, oh yeah, Disney World, you know, or whatever, like, you know? Right. Right. No, they're, they, not only is it something that's not hard to believe in or imagine, um, let's try to understand that there are whole industries devoted to like uh, aggregating, analyzing, and leveraging public data, publicly available data, and privately available purchasable data that's like semi-public. That's these databases of massive amounts of you know, shockingly rich information about us. As you pointed out, we're talking accelerometer-based, GPS location-based, ostensibly anonymized in this way, that way, or the other way type data, but that also comes along with a guidebook for the people who are purchasing the data, telling them more or less without names exactly who these people are. You know, a, a, a corporation trying to sell you products, right? For, to boil it down into like stupid consumerists, uh, material things here, uh, doesn't need to know your name in order to accurately predict your needs and be there to intercept you with a perfect product the very next time you go to start scrolling. Um, the reason why I left Instagram is similar to the reason why I left Facebook almost two years ago now. And as I say that, I give the proviso and the, the truthful statement that I haven't actually deleted my Facebook account. I'm just not checking there. I'm not on there. I haven't severed the tie fully yet. I'm still too scared to completely shut down the pipe. I want to be able to peek in because I still want access, right? Like we all well, do. Well, it's funny because here's here's the thing about here's the thing about that, guys. So if yep. you didn't delete your account, Facebook still has an account with you. You're still You're going. Not, it's not. It, yeah. So the way it works with Facebook is when you go onto Facebook, you check Facebook, and when Facebook's on Facebook, which is all the time, Facebook is checking you and everyone on the internet all the time. There's no point when they're not checking you on Facebook. So while you're on the internet and he sees, you know, his IP address is associated with an account that's linked to his uh, Facebook's, you know, account somehow mm -hmm. that it exists, mm -hmm. then it scores your IP address in your timeline. So it doesn't matter if you're checking the app or not. If you have the app, if you've agreed to the TOS and by having it, you've agreed to the TOS, then you're being recorded all right. the time and in weird weird ways where they're looking right. for your parents blockbuster video records now not that it's, <laughs> a, it's a uh, justification or to make myself look that much better but the app is off the phone messengers off the phone and has been for a long time instagram has now joined them in the kicked category it's off the yeah. phone um and that wasn't yeah, an easy a huge thing step. it wasn't an easy thing to do uh, i likened it couple days ago on my individual live stream uh, to my audience then as like one of the toughest things I've had to do since quitting cigarettes as like a full-blown 
you know, seven, eight year cigarette well, smoke. Back it's in my a life. good comparison. That's literally yeah. what they were going for when they made the app. They, the user experiences. It, they base the user experience on drug responses, right? Yep. There's a reason why the colors are they are. You know. I want to look right now. I want to know if anybody's noticed that I've left. You know what <laughs> I mean? Are they going back through and looking at my old pics? I don't know. Because, again, I didn't delete right. the account yet. Well, you know what I mean? Now, viewing my, my plan this year is to do it for real, Andreas. I'm going to – I have my older Facebook archive. I'm going to re-archive that one more time. I'm going to go through the process, which isn't – Super easy and clear, but you can dig into your Instagram settings. You know, we're here talking right now, I think, because we feel like um, this is a big enough deal that we've personally left it behind, knowing that it'll be probably challenging for both of us to continue to grow in any way. Okay. You fancy yourself a truther, you fancy yourself a fringe research topic person, a content creator, a person who has a you know, a message to get out to the world or a reason to sit down and do some work on the computer and, you know, make some content, right? We, we build content. Um, and, and, you know, neither of us is that well compensated for it in any way that I can tell. Uh, and so, you know, and there's a million others like us out there in the description to this chat, I called it the fifth estate, you know, the fourth estate used to be the independent media. Okay. To the, uh, the third, second, and first estates, those being like the crown and the, you know, federal governments of the world. It was like that kind of thing. Like these are the the powers that be in the world. It was like the crown, the federal governments, um, and Common. the church, the Roman Catholic church would be the third estate. And then the fourth estate was the media, keeping them, holding them accountable, right? Once upon a time to the real public, the, the rest of the world, the people who they all supposedly served. Um, well, I feel bad for most of the people that haven't switched over yet, because the problem is like, I feel, uh, I'm like, I'm in a lucky, I mean, not the best circumstance, but I'm, the fact that I put my videos on library and Odyssey, and mm -hmm. now that I'm getting, you know, hundreds or thousands of watches and, you know, 12,000 watches on videos and things there, I'm over ready there. to jump off. Yeah, like I'm, I'm going to be able, I'm making, I'm going to, I'm making some money, like not a lot, but it's like definitely more than I was making on YouTube. And so can YouTube for me, there? it's like, can we stream there live yet? Uh, that's the problem. So that's why we're streaming here. We're going to, it's going to archive little bounce directly. Mm -hmm. They're writing it right now. And this is the thing about me and like always being on the bleeding cutting edge of technology, but they are the right option. Trust me. But like, they're going to take another month probably to get fully RT web RTC or some sort of a tokenized alternative for streaming. But there are alternatives. There are things that work and we're looking at stream labs and we're getting that there. So this is the, the point is that's not a problem for the next month. You ought to be streaming on YouTube that you're going to library because you want people to see and migrate with you. The, it, it, you don't want to just, and this is what I'm saying, I feel bad for people that are going to just have to fall off of YouTube because they don't know what's coming and they're going to lose a hundred thousand followers or more. You know, I mean, we, 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 the people that we talk to who make videos, they're kind of a little bit further cemented that have, you know, a quarter million or half a million they're more subs. They're more entrenched. They're not going yeah, anywhere. They're just more, they're just more they entrenched. Are, they and so, are getting dollars. They are getting some yeah. dollars. You know, um, well, the thing is, a lot of those quarter million channels are only getting 2,000 views now. So they've really screwed them, screwed the pooch on them too. So the, wow. but they don't know what to do about it yet because that's where we were like two years ago. So the thing is, you have to constantly be like, hey, 
I'm a, I'm a suppressed channel. Um, you know, it's not just me. It's the algorithm. It's promoting other people first. You need to check me out on other channels. We'll have more material that's only available on that channel. We'll have exclusives on Odyssey, you know, and like people will then see the video on YouTube, go to the other thing. And we keep doing that for a month and eventually then Odyssey won't need YouTube streaming live anymore. So Odyssey, for anybody who doesn't know it, I had it up on the screen briefly earlier. I'll maybe put it back up again later. Um, you know, we're talking about a big interconnected, really interrelated topic here. This is like how to even function in 2021 as a person who wants to exist online, but not also be, you know, continuously exploited from every angle, every time you touch a product or platform or service that you're interacting with. So how can we, you know, uh, begin, you know, without being comprehensive, we're not about to give you guys a PowerPoint pre presentation or anything like that. We can do that another time. Um, but this is more a matter of like Andreas and I chatting together about kind of what we're already doing personally. Uh, we're in similar spaces and places. We inhabit a lot of the same platforms in terms of, uh, you know, getting out our messages to the world. And um, this is something that I think, you know, we all both creators and people who simply want to go out there and enjoy good content, real independent content, real independent content. Like that's a, still a thing barely, but there, as you guys have seen, they've done everything they can. They continue to do everything they can. They have amazing diverse tools at their disposal to turn up or turn down the volume, the amplitude on any of us put it that way. You know, uh, if they like you, you they'll find you and they'll make you into something. Uh, if we don't serve a purpose, if we don't, um, you know, probably represent a big opportunity and we know what we're talking about when we say that, then the volume will not be turned up on us. The spotlight will not be shown upon us. We all have the same tools. We also know that we're being heavily observed at all times. Uh, I wanted to recap for you this story about the thing that put the nail in the coffin for me with Instagram. And this is something for everybody uh, who's listening right now. And again, thank you to absolutely everybody who's here, 19 people listening right now and hanging out with us. Thank you all so much. Um, I'll be I'll share Andreas's uh, page here as well. Um, here's here's his domain. His that was just my permanent internet domain. Uh, go to tartarinova.com to make sure no matter what else is happening with Andreas, you've got him there. Um, did I mute you, Andreas, or did you mute yourself? You you're okay? Oh, I just kept mute. Yeah, I was just listening in on your whole. Yeah, no, you yeah. had to cut one. I know it's okay. That's good. I think appreciate everybody. <laughs> That. That's very. I classy. spend a lot of time. I spend a lot of time interrupting because of the. No. You know, I was trying to make sure I got what you were saying across. So um, but, I'll give you guys this story. So we're here together. Like I said, we're talking about um, getting off of social media, but still staying on the internet. Getting off of social media and still somehow being effective and growing a, a, a channel, an identity, a brand, a, a YouTube, a podcast, a, a post YouTube library channel or uh, Odyssey channel. Um, this is a platform I've also, you know, uh, begun to dabble with. I'm very excited about Library and Odyssey, obviously, because of the syncing capability that they've implemented there. 
Um, for those of you who you know haven't listened to me, I've already mentioned it, but I'll say it again. I'm on Library and Odyssey as well, just like Andreas is. Both of our channels have pretty much the exact same names over there as they do here on YouTube. I'm uh, pretty sure it's in my show notes as well, uh, my, my link to my uh, library channel at least. Um, these are presently pretty much just carbon copies of our YouTube content archives or archives, so to speak. It's a nice mirrored place that we've got that's approaching YouTube functionality in terms of you've got the ability to comment on our videos. Uh, Andreas just pointed out. We're, I have about I have about five or six videos. I have about five or six videos that are exclusive on library, though, because there's certain things they had problems with with YouTube. And uh, they've censored in weird ways, you know, some of my content, right? Like, right. And it's like, I get BBC and Moss Film to submit to my fair use uses of copyright. And then mm. Google will give me a problem because they say that there was adult content when we talked about Kubrick and the, you know, metaphors of like uh, the hotel fire of 1948. I mean, it like, really, like. second eyes wide shut clip that flashed in the background there no that's they let that go that's of course they're into that that's the craziest part that's probably the only reason they let me stay on the internet is i mind my like if you had to be like at the nsa watching somebody you'd probably rather be watching my channel i think that should be in my commercial but like in general like most people are uh you know they're worried about I think sometimes I'll say something I don't realize how essential it is to something else because it'll be right. like this other thing they'll be like oh like he revealed that and like that's the that might be because they're so like the the videos they've taken down are so weird and they're not like that right. bad you know and like I feel like I've got worse material yeah. you know well, I was so like five or six hour like conspiracy like videos that are nothing but movies in none right. of that there you go they let that or happen that straight up manifestos that are still out there. Uh, well, so speaking of things that are unexpected that, you know, instances of censorship, instances of feeling the icy touch uh, in your inbox or the touch of a community guideline strike, the nail that was in my coffin um, for Instagram. And again, for anybody who makes content, I see a bunch of people in our chat who are you know, fellow uh, channel owners and runners, people who do research on fringe topics. So I'm talking to all of you guys in particular. Um, the nail in my coffin for Instagram was I came on the app a couple, three weeks back, four weeks back to uh, what they called like a community strike of some kind. I screenshotted it at the time. I didn't, I'm not going to dig through the phone, scroll back a month to find it now. It's somewhere in my phone. But I literally, I did screenshot it, showed my wife. I couldn't believe it. Um, we removed a post because it went against community guidelines. The uh, reason was it was promoting the sales of drugs or alcohol or drugs or prohibited substances. Okay, baked and awake, right? You'd think, oh, Steve's selling weed in his DMs or buying weed in his DMs or something like that. Okay, first off, reminder, I'm in a legal state. I'm very old. I'm in my majority. I can go to the corner store in like four directions from here and I've got a different store. So there's no problem for me for accessing cannabis legally and decorously. Um, decorously. <laughs> you know, let's say in compliance with the law. All right. Yeah. But you're, you're, you're just a stone awake guy. 
Right. So now, and I get it. Instagram, to be awake. Instagram isn't, you know, trying to be about weed and weed culture, and they're not trying to promote drug sales, and they have to dance their fine line with, you know, uh, federal law and everything else like that, right? But the post in question was not a post of me smoking a doobie or taking a dab, uh, you know, on camera on my Instagram feed. What it was was somebody else from a blind account a, a cold uh, message dm from out of nowhere was messaging me from like thailand trying to sell me kratom you're familiar uh, with kratom of course okay yeah kratom, for anybody not familiar is of course a uh, it's well uh, of course for anybody not familiar kratom is another plant medicine product a lot of people use it to um come down off of opioid addiction in particular in this country. A lot of other people simply use it to manage chronic pain, inflammation, etc. And still others abuse it lightly like many other drugs and get pretty dopey on it. And because um, humans are monkeys. Right. And, right. and uh, have you ever seen a raccoon get drunk? I mean, you know. Exactly. Like everybody does it if they get the chance. Um, so uh, this, this is Kratom. It's not everybody's cup of tea. I've never liked it. I've only ever tried it a couple times. Uh, it's not the easiest product to ingest or enjoy anyway for a lot of folks. Um, you can put it in yogurt. Don't tell you I said that. But the problem is some shit or like, yeah. um, you know, put it in a but capsule or dry wash it with some juice, which is really shady. And you end up like choking half the time trying to do that stuff. So for many reasons. You got to be careful, mainly fundamentally, because it's an opioid analog, analog. And I find the idea of taking, you know, a spinal electron suppressant that, you know, makes you, I mean, there's a lot of issues with like, and some people say it's a mood suppressor, you know, stabilizer. It's like, that reminds me of like, that's like something that Michael Jackson might've said, like, you know, like you got to be careful when you're taking extreme um solutions to problems and i'm not saying that it's not like if you fall off a motorcycle in thailand yeah I, i'll be on kratom for like two weeks probably but like right. if, and you got to get like a broken arm or something stuff. let's do it yeah like if i broke an arm like yeah. i'll be probably taking kratom instead of yeah. like heroin or like and an opioid uh, my limited experience like with it would medical uses point yeah. that way no it's a good uh substitute for an analgesic Stronger but you don't want to get addicted. You can get addicted to it. That's yeah. real, you know. Um, interesting stuff. It is interesting stuff. So, so somebody messages me trying to sell me kratom on Instagram to tell this extremely laborious long story uh, short. Here. I I had refused the person. I politely refused. I'm like, thanks, person who messaged me out of the blue, but I don't need it. I can get it here as well. Because by the way. It's also legal in Washington state where I live. Okay. Yeah. You guys are just like sinners. I can't believe the Sodom and Gomorrah yeah. in Washington. Yeah. I got to come visit. Here. I'll visit. So uh, I would, I would welcome that. We would love that. Um, so I had politely declined. It was like a two or three line exchange. Again, you guys, Instagram hit me with a community strike. They said they removed a post. This was not a post you guys. This was a, message in my inbox and everybody it was like six months old like just let that's that stink that's just like i've seen in for a second it was six months old it lingered around in my inbox it's almost like it wasn't a 
bot that picked up this message. It's almost like somebody performing a manual audit of some kind looked at the message and was like, I don't like that. We're going to take that down and give them a strike and give them the but icy probably, touch. It probably was TOS and updates because Facebook was taking over Instagram. The last couple of CEOs and presidents quit last right. year or year before. Right. I mean, they turned, on, been the a, they turned of, on a filter that wasn't turned on before or turned it up from Facebook's seven. using so that it's more sensitive and that flagged it. It, it, it took them like six months or something for Facebook to get Rosetta to interface with Instagram enough that they can record everything. But um, I would I also want to just respond like Kratom withdrawal is preferable to opiate withdrawal. Yeah, that's literally the point. It's preferable to opiate withdrawal. Is there mm -hmm. there's very little that's pref that like there's opiate withdrawal is pretty much the worst possible thing you'll ever possibly got help you experience. But yeah, yeah, it would be preferable to that, I guess. But um, this uh, is an also channel by the way here on YouTube. Yeah. I've done that to be compliant with terms of yeah. service. Also by the way. And be careful uh, with coffee. Be coffee careful as well, dude. Like, I mean, I know it sounds like Joseph Smith, but like atrazine, uh, atrazine's in your head, right? Like they don't come for my coffee. Uh, caffeine. Don't come, don't come for my coffee, bro. It's too like late. No, it's too late. Here's the deal. If you like coffee, it's too late. I'm not telling you to quit coffee. No, I'm not. No, no seriously, because your right. brain is forever changed. Because the way your brain works is it has receptors to it's feel tired that release chemicals, and when you. When you put coffee into those receptors, the, co the caffeine fits in, in analog into those places. It will then make you not feel tired, but you'll start producing more tired receptors, essentially. And so yeah. as time goes on, you need coffee. And there's no way to stop someone from, you know, yeah. like your rest of your life. That's it. Uh, hopefully this isn't too loud while I, uh, you know, continue to chat with you. I'll try to do it without muting this time. Um, but I'm going to go ahead and take another dab because what? The, why not? So, um, it's laxative juice. <laughs> That's great. Uh, Fantastic. So, so basically you guys, my point is when I finally understood really and truly that, you know, not only are they in my DMS as a philosophical concept, as something I acceded to in some terms of service somewhere, they're in my DMS looking at old messages, removing them sending me creepy notifications that in my mind being a you know kooky tin hat wearing conspiracy theorist type as i am i say are sort of designed to psychologically intimidate me and and shape my future behavior on the platform right so they want me to you know behave a little differently a little better even though all i did was reject that person's offer and send them on their way and and maybe neglected to delete the message myself was my only error in this case i guess you should have reported them to interzone police right, right I away guess they should have reported the account oh my god you're right i mean so they, Ray, it doesn't even occur to you that you're supposed to turn people in that you're not new world order enough man the there you go so to saying, it felt to me like i was being you know behavior modified a little bit with that notification because it was a very inconsequential message I wasn't actually trying to uh, accept that offer, or take advantage of that offer in any way, shape, or form. Maybe it was the fact that it was kratom and not and and not cannabis, and and kratom is even more fringy and weird than cannabis in some ways to them. I don't know. I don't know. I just um, I was done. That was enough for me. They're in your inbox, everyone. 
please understand this. See, Vasilius, try it with yogurt, but don't do it too often. It's just, this is, yeah. Uh, so. I think the problem really, though, with uh, the TOS is the modification behavior. That's the thing that's kind of the weirdest to me. Because people mm -hmm. like you and me are going to maybe recognize it a lot, and we're going to be able to overstep it. But most people aren't, and they're going to be a lot of kids, and they're going to be trained on how to behave. And this is AI parenting. And this is really the future of we don't realize it. Because I was always wondering, how is AI going to take over society? And like I started realizing it's not that complicated. They make the, I mean, this is almost literally why they want jobs at this point. Just so that you're out of the house for a minute. So the kids can be like looking at the screen for seven hours. So Boom, done. I, can't, you know? I can't make up this story. Um, this happened less than 24 hours ago, and I'll tell it as close as I can to exactly as it uh, came up. Uh, I have an eight year old and a four and a half year old son. The eight year old, they both have phones, old phones of ours. They use them on Wi Fi inside the house. They love them. They're, software testing masters and app downloading fiends. Uh, judge me. Go ahead. I don't care. Uh, the older one says to me, Dad, will they know on Safari if I search for Fortnite Nerf guns and will I get in trouble for it? That's what he wanted to know. Two questions, two separate usable questions, you know. Yeah, and, and my wife was like, what do you mean they? And he's like, the people on Safari. Yeah, he's not an idiot. <laughs> he knows what's happening. We've had this kind of a similar thing. Quentin here, like he's seven, wants to play games. And we did the YouTube streaming thing. We're trying to figure out he could do Twitch. But Twitch says you have to be 13 years or older. And we, he, he recorded a video onto, his, onto this PlayStation. But he thought that it was streaming onto the thing. And I was like, oh, no, no, we're not going to do that yet because, you know, we can do YouTube Kids or something, but you can't do it when you're 13. We'll follow the rules. So, but he doesn't hear me right. And he's like, my God, I'm I'm breaking the law right now. I'm, I'm uploading to Twitch and I'm not 13. And, like, I'm a criminal. And my there whole life go. is going to be a crime for the rest of my life. Everyone's going to – I'm going to have to hang out with criminals. I'm going to have to, like, live there on a go. sailboat. It was, like, crazy to see. And, like, I had to explain it the next day. So, like, he went to bed thinking he was, like – dirt of this earth yeah, 100%, did. Yeah, 100 <laughs> did. it was amazing well and so and that's a perfect example of deeply powerful programming setting you know setting in and only by directly trying to counteract it and mitigate it to some extent if you observe this you know occurring in young people around you can you try to help them at all navigate through this right um a it's, big thing with uh, women's scary. profiles on Facebook is that they give them increasing amounts of likes to start, and then they start limiting their likes, which causes them to sexualize their pictures more. But wow. it also causes them to conform. So you've got two levels. One is they're conforming to sexuality and to, you know, so younger and younger people are putting out more and more sexualized images. But also they're conforming to social norms. So if they're getting less likes because they're not liking the right things and they're not in the right places – their Pokemon going where they need to go in order to be, you know, at the meme yep. of the, and that's fascinating, you know, itself watching these kids because then guys like girls and they'll start to try to emulate and go do the things that they want. You know, otherwise they, you know, the ones who do, like they don't, they don't end up like worrying about uh, their own, like they, 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 they think that they're going to lose out on the social, it's peer pressure. Yep. So it's amazing because we've learned how to police ourselves 
through a gamification of social media where they give points to the people who police the others better and to the people who conform, they give them slightly less of a punishment. You know, they give them maybe like a few more, like you got 20 likes today. Good job. You know? Right. Right. Well, so this is something that you're probably well aware can be uh, examined in the light of a topic known as cybernetics, right? And it's uh, a, a school of thought that's been turned into a science of sorts uh, that's largely an industry um, that has to do with understanding the goal-seeking behaviors of almost all organisms, but obviously with a heavy focus on higher vertebrate organisms, in particular humans. Um, when we're talking about cybernetics as it pertains to humans, it has everything to do with our natural, instinctive needs, urges, and desires, and that already have built-in systems in both our bodies and society and culture, like mimetic society that's been built for hundreds of thousands of years without much effort at all once you understand people's like hardwired needs to be loved to be accepted to uh not be looked at as an outlier um and to be rewarded for their uh, participation in the the game okay <laughs> the american dream <laughs> the you know the the good citizen shuffle wherever you may be once you have a pretty good picture of what that is and what that looks like and you're already in the position of disseminating the information, distributing the resources, controlling the scripts that become the uh, curriculums of the education systems in a country. Uh, obviously, this extends to the media, that formerly independent fourth estate of the what we call today the mainstream media the very ones who are trying to inhabit all the same places we are on the internet. Every platform independents are at becomes colonized very quickly by big corporate entities if it shows any promise, uh, shows any longevity at all. YouTube is completely transformed from what it was just a few years ago. It's arguable that it wouldn't be the number two search engine in the world and number one repository of video content in the world if it wasn't able to evolve or if it had not i shouldn't say wasn't able to if it had not been allowed to evolve the way it did which was a dramatic shift away from pure independent content and a natural system of uh, making visible content to uh create to subscribers from creators uh similar to way to the way excuse me Facebook's news feed was manipulated in years past where Instagram's uh, uh, scroll feed was manipulated in years past as well. Um, you know, we, we get up every day and act like and feel like we're looking at a discrete, clean, 
window, a straight pipe, a switch to whatever platform that we're interacting with and participating with. But really, we're looking at it through like a really cracked, broken lens that is also being like vampirically sucked off of by five symbiotic or parasitic other uh, platforms that want, need, use, and rely on you getting on Facebook, Instagram, a Google product of some kind or another. Um, it's, uh, I mean, it's something that people have warned us about since the dawn of the internet. They've all been fringier, nerdier people than us. Some of them were even smart enough to avoid smartphones this whole time. Some of them have never had a Facebook account. Um, we, we like to laugh at those people usually, and it's very easy to be dismissive of them, drop a boomer joke on them and, and keep walking. Right. The 13th monkey's like, who's laughing now? Ha ha ha. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, uh, it, there you go. Right. There you go. Uh, you know what? We all know one or two, right. Arctic monkey being one, yeah. uh, Probably Twilight is uh, Nia's laughing because you know she just got him a smartphone this week. So oh really? Week. There we I go. Like that. Down <laughs> it's over. Well, so I'm 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 thinking of trying out some solutions, including like going dual phone and trying to use like a simpler phone outside of the house now and then. Um, there's a alternatives alternatives to Android now that are right. built on Android, like Brave is built on Chromium. Like you can get uh, I forget what they call Sciagen mod. Um, for the, the, but they have like a version that's stripped down. 13 Monkey says his phone died. That's so yep. good. I knew it. So your cat peed on it. That's why. But yeah, if you, if you had, it's old. It's a poor cat. But like if you, if you have like a Cyogen mod on your phone, you're probably able to run most of the apps you want to run anyway. Um, and there, there's, there's ways that you can stop using all of the, you know, the Google features, and pretty soon that's going to become a bigger deal. I think over the next year, I'm going to start migrating even my phone. There we go. Off of that, but I mean, you know, that I feel like that back around because that's what this conversation is about. Is we need to move on. We need I'm to take the take the initial hit right we'll now. Do it, we'll okay, do it first. We're off. We're we'll off. Do it. There we'll you go. Do, we'll do it first, and we'll let you know how it goes. But you that's guys, first you guys, on, first off, right? Yeah. First on, first off. <laughs> yeah, totally. No, I mean, my YouTube account is ancient. That's the other thing. Like, I've had yeah. it since before it was Google. But like, you know, that's yep, 2006 in my case. So yeah, you know, I didn't do much with it at that time. But I was no, on, yeah, you know right. what I mean. Um, yeah, by all means, and that's what I'm saying. It's end of an era of relying on these. Now what we have, instead of just mainstream media, we have, excuse me, instead of just mainstream media and independent, true independent media. Okay. Um, we also have mainstream social media, so to speak. And we have to build and participate in and support alternative types of social media. We have to find other ways of still getting out there you know how, then, how have we've done it we've got domains that we pay for out of our own pocket that at least if you don't have a youtube or if you don't have a twitter or if you're deplatformed from everywhere else hopefully that's the last place that somebody finds a way to come after you you know maybe by the time they're coming for you at your host at your web host and trying to get you to take down your podcast from your podcast host Maybe you've said some inflammatory shit by then. I don't know. I don't think I'm in danger of any of that, but I think we we both feel like 
you can say what you thought or have what you thought was a productive, positive, helpful, educational conversation about something topical that lots of other people talk about as well. And somehow we can get penalized for it. Somehow you can even be literally, you know, community guidelines striked out of existence for it. Yeah, um, it's crazy. But and, again, you know, reiterating the Bunky, this is why I check out if you had just gotten into this video later, like why we're talking about mm -hmm. terms of service on Instagram, because it's pretty bad, man. And like it's gotten the point is Facebook owns Instagram and WhatsApp and they've basically and made it. They're on your they're on your desktop too. Yeah. So, so they're you know, doing everything they can. On your desktop, they're they're gonna leverage the desktop computer and anything that's on it in the exact same way. And yeah. as Andreas mentioned earlier. Well, we're making I'm, as I'm well. Putting, like, I'm going to put a bunch of uh, new episodes out on Odyssey and Library, like exclusively. I'm going to start doing a series more, like probably like daily, like videos outside. I didn't walk I around. Need, I need to figure out. Day. I need to consider doing that as well. Doing some yeah, just specific content and starting to, you know, try to make it more than just a shell or a yeah. dumping ground uh, yeah. for you. I, I yeah, because, well, the thing is, like, YouTube is, like, forbid me from doing things before that library won't, and they're openly excited that I'm trying to do it. So, for me, it's, like, it's a duh, like, I'm going to do that. But it's also important that people start, you know, I, the more content we make that's good, the more people will jump to the platform because it's a better place to find videos. I've been using it. Uh, the, when I first got it, it was token based and I was mainly using library for backing up archives. And then as I started using the app, I realized how much more I enjoyed the video not turning off on me, the video not having ads, the video being, if a phone closes, I can hear the video still if I want. There's features that unlock with library that make watching the video more comfortable, not just on my phone, but on my computer. And right. we're, you know, the, the, the work that they're doing and like, I've asked them, I was like, dude, can you do this? And they're like, yeah. And then they did it. Right. Like they fixed the, the interface, like to specifications. So that was a great chat try, with the, uh, with the CEO from library. Oh, dude, Jeremy's so cool. Yeah. And um, Tom also, uh, who's uh, working on some of the apps, that, like the people involved with that are like human beings. So that's the other thing. Like they're going to get more, um, like they're, they're paying more attention to you as a creator. And so that's, that's nice. Cause you know, with Google, it's like, they don't, they, they could easily give less of a care about you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I certainly have never felt, um, helped along by them along, along the course of things. So, uh, uh, I don't know, I guess there's a few tools in the, uh, in the YouTube studio, the creator studio, but not, not, you know, not too much there. I mean, the, the weird thing is like, so the inconsistencies with Alphabet, Google and YouTube policies, because you have to understand, you've got like Indian CEOs now that have come to California that are running Google and they have, they're more moderately conservative and they hmm. have like more policies that have to do with drugs and sex and alcohol, which, you know, in India and, you know, other parts places where Google is working, they have higher uh, restrictions on what people are allowed to see. So in America, though, sure. that that's conflating with our own personal libertarian South Park, um, Californian attitudes. Because right. you have people working for Google that like to have sex in furry costumes. So the inconsistent do drugs, trust me. Mm -hmm. So the inconsistencies with them telling you that you're bad because your channel says you're like a little stony, but you're you know not asleep, like that's. Right. Eh, you know, like the whole thing is it's like, and it shows you this weird political 
um, like not political, but politician like inconsistencies and hypocrisy. They're constantly pretending to be ethical because they're not ethical, you know, like, you know, like it's my California vibe. (laughs) Well, so it's fine. You know, we we're, we're actually just having a live conversation. So unfortunately they don't get the same Andreas that we get when you sit down and do one of your many excellent and thought provoking and wonderful and rewarding documentary style videos. I try Uh, not to say, you know, like in any of those, I I really, I appreciate that we get to hang out and talk like this when we all, you know, just like everybody in this chat that's been here so far today, there's nobody, uh, you know, I, probably have a few new faces i'm sure in here in the mix but it feels like a bunch of family in the chat i see a lot of the same uh names that we see when i show up for a premiere for you for example so uh you know stoked that everybody would sit here and listen to both of us talk about this i hope that we're not coming across as um ridiculously solipsistic or narcissistic this isn't just about us and our you know particular projects and and creative endeavors and careers it's also about the same dang topics we talk about in so much of our content already everyone the compromises that we've been making are enough we need to begin to make hard choices to make changes to appear briefly like on the surface we might be going dark from each other we're not really going dark there's a big wide internet out there if you lose a content creator who you liked, who you were pumped about, who you trusted and who you were hoping to get more from, there's a very good chance they're going through the same soul searching and trying to problem solve for this, just like we are. And hopefully we'll see people all over the place make similar choices in the next couple of years where they move off electively and close off that pipeline after the fact. I need to pull my archives down and delete what's left. You guys won't be able to go back and see my stupid memes. I'm sorry. You know, sadly, you also won't be able to see my family and my little homestead and my garden and my bikes and everything real that I've shared with everybody from my personal life over all these, you know, many years on these platforms. If you, but well, roll back, you can sit there and get to know me in Instagram. You can, to be fair, we're working on just so you know that we are working on that. So, when earlier I was talking about pixel fed, what we're trying to do is a similar thing as library to synchronize your Instagram. What you're going to probably in the meantime, what you're able to do is you can ask Instagram for a data download of all of your material, and from there, you can upload those photos instantaneously. So, it is it is something you can do. We don't have a button you click that's done yet, but that's it's it's in the works and the GitHub is you know aware that that. I needs just to couldn't find it in the App Store yet for iOS, but that's a product that's in development. That's the thing; it's not an app; it's a web app. So you go okay. to PixelFed.com in your phone, and it works like Instagram, but you don't need to buy it or download it. It just works in your website, like Gmail, basically. So. And it has, it looks a lot like Instagram. It has most of the same features. You can tag people. You can put videos and photos and GIFs and things like that. I've put a few GIFs up. And it it works really well. I mean, and the thing is, there's other alternatives that are going to be coming. Like, if you think about it, using library to hold your photos is totally feasible. You can hold anything there. 
but pixel fed is uh you know quick and easy and it does everything instagram does and there's only like a few thousand members right now because again like this is brand new but this works really well this is the first time that we've gotten to a point where one works that well so that's the point is we've gotten to replace it you know for a long time it's all hypothetical until something exists and this is like it, you know it does everything you want to do like well so that's the product there for anybody who is interested in finding a way to preserve like me i i really need to look at this seriously uh not because like my instagram feed has some massive inherent value but i guess like many of us we you know i have used it in some half-assed and partially unconscious way as a sort of blog or journal of my life right of sorts for the last few years uh, a, a public curated version for sure that omits everything that isn't a good memory um but it would be Here, nice, to, pop, it would be nice to have that yeah go ahead Oh, sorry. Just pop the screen on on the bottom here. Did I not open? Did I not add it in? This one. Add you. Boom. Yeah, this is I'm good because this is on account. Wow. So you can you could really quickly go to CNET and back up your Instagram to delete your account. There's a you, you know they have a right to sell your photos, and there's a lot of reasons why you don't want to deal with this. So you go through. Um, I think you go to profile. Uh, I'd like to delete my account in the corner and then it'll leave. But first thing you want to do is export your creative content. And uh, yeah, like that would be the, that take all those files once they're sent to you in like a 10 um, piece file. Uh, yeah. Then you're going to be able to, then you're going to be able to copy them over. And so that. Drop me that URL, uh, Andreas. Yeah. I'll put it up on the bottom of the screen for everybody so they can yeah, I'll, I'll send along right now. navigate to it as well. Cool. So, but this is the thing. In general, backing up your content, I've done this a few times. Like a Facebook, I, I did this, and Google, I've done this. Uh, Google just shut down Google Music because they're going to do YouTube Music. And so I, want, I have like hundreds of thousands of songs or something on that. So I had to get like a hard drive so I could back up all my songs. I have weird Japanese albums you know and stuff that i wanted not to lose but the files they give you like other files too they give you like records on all the times you've played that file and what other files you played with it and so you, it's kind of interesting to do this even if you're not ready to leave the platform just to even though you are just to understand the extent yeah. of what you've actually got residing there by the time you see this, you're going to want to leave the platform like, so, so think about should... it. you know dropbox charges us a lot of money to to store data in your Dropbox folder, but you can, you can put eight or nine or 10 years worth of memories on Instagram. What year did Instagram get started? I think I was on it seven or eight years. It's not much wow. older than that. Yeah. It's not much older than that. So, but, but they're housing every photo and every video I've ever posted and every photo and every video that everybody else has ever posted that they've not deleted themselves electively for free for all these years. 
You sound like Quentin today when he lost his game. You know, don't worry too hard. Like, I've lost all my vines. You know, I had like, there's a lot of apps out there that I used to have that aren't here anymore. So you can get used to losing apps. The point is you can get your content while you still can. Right. And the, the app still exists. How many times have I just had MySpace shut down my blog? You know, like, well, at least once. But you want to probably back up your content as soon as possible on everything you have. Put it into something that's going to last. That's one of the reasons why library is so cool. Google Music's not just down. Google Photos is now going to start charging you, and they're not going to do unlimited photo backup anymore. Yep. So another thing I'd say is, like, I use you Blue. I use that, you could feel that creeping on that product, anybody who's been using that at all in the background for the last couple of years, as they've, like, fleshed it out and added features and all sorts of stuff and updated right. their terms of service over there as well. Everything, of course, is getting and has been monetized. You know, it's everything, everything's a subscription. Everything's a microtransaction. Um, I'm, can, um, yeah. You can lock all these things with library and have it so only you can access them, which is pretty sweet. And then if you want, when you take all your content and you put it on, um, you know, take your pick on one of these, you know, new platforms, um, mines or, you know, something else, mm -hmm. then you can start sharing back references on the app for the next month, you know, check out me on mines, check out me on my other place where all of my content is saved. And, you know, so that way people are used to, you, you get used to things. You're not losing any content. You're not losing any subscribers really because you have a month to trying to get them used to the fact that they're all going to want to leave too. And how big are your communities? Because chances are they've kept your community as small as possible anyway. So you're going to be amazed to see how much faster it grows on an unsuppressed platform. So, I mean, right now they've gotten you, they got you in a place of false, fear because you're like oh man it must be like it is in this horrible city they certainly do you know i'm still afraid to leave youtube you know where do i go then you know odyssey's sweet i mean you're gonna yeah. start as soon as you start using odyssey more and saying odyssey in your videos you start seeing your video at the top of the recommendations in odyssey mm -hmm. like you know what i mean it's like so just start using odyssey more and you're gonna be like what but yeah also klaus is talking about the cloud um you can get a unlimited amount of space on um a, like bluehost or one of these you know web hosting companies like you can get a host that will give you unlimited space technically and so that's you know for me i have never had a space problem in my life because all of my stuff i can put on my own cloud because you know they've had a web server since i was like 14. like you can get that like somebody rents it in florida like it's cheap get it going like that's there's no reason why you should be trying to trade for freedom like the, the your your liberty like this service because you can get it for like 10 bucks a year or 20 bucks a year you know well right now we all have and and have for many years um so for so many of us it's a matter of you know like getting out of abusive relationships that we've been in for a long time seriously being a youtube creator is the ultimate abusive relationship because you're just constantly like i have to go back to him and Dude, like everyone tells you to how many like, youtubers do you guys watch and listen to that like ha like every video they have to say something about youtube fucking with them on like you know spurious um uh digital rights management you know copyright takedown requests by fake companies that don't own any music but who are nevertheless totally unappealable and you know we'll get your video pulled down uh for a hundred you know well all right we've been on we've been on for a while and talking about this so i'm i'm getting on a rant um 
I uh, I appreciate everything. Somebody that... somebody said D Live, but you know D Live has got problems too. Like for one thing, it's looked at as like this there white supremacist right? thing online, which is like bringing the wrong kind of energy. And the other thing is that it has banned people like Owen Benjamin and Alex Jones. I mean, like Alex Jones is whatever, but like you know, it depends on what, okay. Like the idea of limiting the speech of anybody who's famous or not, like. Right. It's gonna make it harder for you if it if they can if they can suppress like and, you know we saw the president has been removed from Twitter and Facebook if they can suppress the president it's easier for them to suppress you if they can suppress somebody who's got a million viewers it's easier for them to suppress somebody with a thousand viewers so you you gotta expect that if D Live is willing to remove you from platforms eh, you know it's probably not the safest uh, thing but they're also there's a war against them. So, I mean, I'm down to like look into it more, like, and see what's going on with that. But, like, clearly, um, BitChute also, I like, you know, but it doesn't have the same monetization or tokens, you know, and that's why library is so good because it recognizes the value of information, free information. And the more suppressed free information is, the more valuable that is. So, it should be tokenized, you know. So, like, you just touched upon something that I think is really crucial to acknowledge. And um, it's something that's a big problem for me with figuring out how to move past, you know, I moved from Facebook and I never landed anywhere. Why? Well, there's a reason. I, I didn't know DLive had a uh, white supremacist vibe or, you know, maybe a, uh, uh, a, maybe there's a large proportion of, people of, of that, uh, you know, nationalist bent who are uh, posting content on that platform, perhaps that's- Yeah, and I, I was just reading Wikipedia. Wikipedia defined it as that. There's probably a better like word for it. No, so, but like, this is what I'm saying. So I, I left Facebook and didn't land anywhere because the options that I saw before me, mine's being foremost among them, didn't strike me much differently. I didn't like the vibe when I got to Minds. I, every time I've gone back to check, I've seen all the same type of rhetoric and all the same type of personalities being presented front and center on there. And I just don't know how somebody of any more moderate uh, philosophies can go on there and not feel like they're being confronted with a lot of you know, rhetoric of a certain slant. I just don't see it yet on something like Minds. Uh, and I don't know how that gets reformed on a platform that has started with. Well, the difference is it's not reforming the platform. It's reforming your uh, your hubris. Uh, sorry to put it that way. But it's like you can't you can't expect the platform to remove people if the platform is about freedom of speech. It's like so no, Odyssey it's a bummer that they're the. They're, they seem to be the crew that landed there first. Oh, they, yeah. But like, because that's because they were the people that were pushed out. They were the birds that were pushed out of the nest first. Right. But what you, but you they're definitely not the only ones. And a lot of, um, you know, my mind doesn't look like that because I yeah. remove people and I remove things that I don't want to see for myself. Like, I've blocked Barack Obama and Joe Biden and McDonald's and things I don't want to see, right. you know? Like, so instead, what I see is like, 
Oli makes another good point here. Big tech will just buy those places out. But they won't buy the things that are free software because the thing about free software is it makes more sense just to steal it because you can then make a product that uses the free software tool without paying the people who made the tool in the first place. The problem with that is because of the licensing, they'll have to always keep it free. So they're less likely to be incentivized to do that. They're actually more likely to pay someone a billion dollars to make something else just so they don't have to use it for free. This is the thing about freedom. They hate freedom. They hate freedom so much that they're willing to pay to destroy it. But with, you know, a uh, library, the token is not just, you know, gratis for you to use. It's a software that's built that you're building in your computer, your own video token. Like it's not that they made it on their Facebook cloud with YouTube servers. No, this is you making a thing. And so they can't take that away from you. That's the point. That's why I, I use it. <laughs> I guess that's an aspect of their tech, which though I've heard discussed both in your discussion with the CEO, you know, and in several other videos that I watched on library uh, as I was trying to understand it better and understand, was it, you know, worth, um, worth, a, you know, worth a visit or let alone worth, um, you know, trying to participate over there. Yeah, absolutely. Desert, uh, Exertus Discord is a great place to be. Shout out. Uh, so, but I was, uh, I was going to say, uh, well, I don't know what I was going to say. I was going to say that I left Facebook never landed somewhere new because so far the places that I've seen. They sucked and the people there were jerks. Yeah. I'm not excited. I'm not excited. Um, you know, I've got a discord. I dabble over there. I'm a longtime member of your discord, not as active on there as I used to be, but I'm just fortunate that we're able to, you know, collaborate and interact on different channels. Um, you know, so I feel like we still are, are fully plugged in and, and I feel like I'm still part of that community. I know, you know, I can roll through anytime and still see friendly faces. Um, you know, so I know that even though I'm leaving Instagram behind, it's January of 2021. We're both leaving Instagram behind as of the last couple of weeks. Um, but I'm not going to stop creating content. I'm not going to stop creating my podcast as a discrete entity. And I'm not going to stop creating content for YouTube. I intend to continue to make more video content. Presently, I still am looking for a path forward with YouTube for 2021, Andreas, because like we just talked about, there's we're still looking for some features over on an Odyssey that we don't have yet. In particular, like this ability, the ability to go live, the ability to interact with people in comments, um, I feel really, we looked at Streamlabs. Streamlabs is almost there. And like I said, we've got like a month left on that. Right. But like, I, I do think that's, that's the perfect. Right. That's that paid tool from them. I like yeah. feature set. I just, it's like another, well, that's all. OBS is free and you can do stream. Uh, there's an OBS, you know, Slav is based on OBS. So you okay. should be able to use OBS to do it. But what's the, the, the thing is, in the next month or two, while they're getting you know RT, WebRTC to work in streaming, this is still useful because you can be talking about how we're leaving YouTube on YouTube. And you're going to want to bring as many people over to 
you know, not everyone's watching the live stream. We're like, you know, less, uh, less percent, like 10% of your audience or something like that. At the right. Most. right. And so more of them are going to see the stream on library then, because if you just take it off of YouTube, so it's only there for it's while it's live for a month and like they're then, oh, okay, well, I missed it. I have to go see it. It's on library. It's a great idea. So that's kind of what I'm doing more and more as I'm starting to do. I'm using YouTube to mock YouTube. I'm like, yeah, I don't really want to be here, but I got to be. Talk to you. Bye. And then exactly. I'll go to. Exactly. <laughs> so, you know, um, we've been on for a bit. It's uh, we're about rounding 90 minute mark. Uh, now I want to let everybody else get back to their busy and important days. And, and in particular, you as well. Um, I know it's a little later for you than it is for, for me right now. Such a um, busy guy. We've got, you know, well, what we've got here really, Andreas, is an ongoing conversation, right? This is a, a problem that we don't have all the solutions for yet. We're literally testing uh, platforms and solutions and trying to find ways. We got together today to talk about it, you know, um, in this fashion. And, um, you know, you left us with a lot of great suggestions. So for those who got here late, I suggest you roll back in the stream a little ways. We did a little bit of screen sharing of several let me, different products. Let me let me brass tax it yeah, for you though. You like really the, the fundamental thing is the tools didn't exist a few years ago that exist now. We have the tools. And so this is really exciting because there's a lot of these tools that are like brands that have companies that are like paying programmers. So we have tools that are just as good or better than the one. In fact, they're way better than the ones that you've been using. The other thing is there's not everyone on there yet, but there's a lot of people on there and the people that are jumping on there they might suck until you bring your friends. That's how the internet works. Bring your friends with you, you know, to the, it's not just a party. It's like a fiesta. You're gonna have every kind of person there. And if you don't like them, ignore them. I know that sounds like your first day at school, kid, but mm -hmm. seriously, this is a big, bright internet. You're welcome back to it. I know it's been like 10 years since you've seen an internet. You've just been inside of the intranet, but that's where you're going. You're going to a place where there's a lot of people, a lot of opportunities, a lot of content. And, you know, like just bring your friends and it'll be fun and you'll like it. Well, there we go. Well, you can help me. You, you always already do. You really already do. Um, that's why we continue to talk. Right. Uh, super appreciate you for, for that. You too, uh, man. I love like, you. No, I, I thank you. You know, seriously, like uh, I guess what I'm going to ask you now, you know, as we get ready to sign off is to, um, you know, let's do some of what we've been doing here already on YouTube, perhaps together over on Odyssey and Library. Um, take that spirit of, you know, uh, connection and collaboration. Like, I feel like you're one of my friends and you're one of my internet friends. Like, this is like, this is pure internet friendship going on right here. We haven't kicked it yet. You know what I mean? That is so weird, uh, right? That's weird. So, but yeah, but you know, but like, I'll text you random shit oh so, yeah you're my bro and, like and, if you and, needed a couch you know like, what I mean? there we go likewise you know get out here and you know uh, you know we got some great stuff to explore out here uh in some of our favorite subject matter areas so oh yeah um everybody we're gonna we're gonna wrap it we're gonna ask you guys to you know please share both of our channels somewhere with somebody in your lives um share a specific video even better like this is a great video and I love this person's channel. You know, I'm actually actively, I actively watch this person. They're fun. They're educational. Anything, take anything from either of us and share it with somebody that would be the very best way that you could support either of us today, especially as we go and continue to embark on 
our personal like development journey, our relationship with the internet, the 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 new robust yoked out 2021 all pervasive five by five five G internet that's been working with us and building on us for ages. Um, this is you know this is where we're at and and we're having to make personal decisions as creators and as people everywhere what we're doing with these things in our pockets what we're doing with these things on our desks what we're doing with these things in our kitchens my friend had an android tablet connected refrigerator in his house the other day dude you know how many of your products have rfid chips in them so that your smart refrigerators can tell you when your milk is old you have no idea where the future is going it's crazy. i'm in a you know i'm in a part of the country where people are playing with that stuff and it was yeah. hilarious because this still was even still it was my first one that i saw mm. that wasn't in a store that was in somebody's house i'm like motherfucker, you got this thing in your house yeah i'll be careful you know, I mean, yeah, Tim's got windows. They're working on the, you know, automated blinds and everything. It's crazy. Like, I wouldn't want, like, I knew people that were parents were building automated systems in the 80s and 90s for, like, the military. Deadbolt locks and generators. That's how they lived their lives at their house. There was nothing. It was, like, Amish, except for when they turned it on. No computer in their house. They were programmers. <laughs> like, that's how scared they were. They raised their kids like hippies in the woods. Like, well, you, be you know, that's that's a conversation. To, or a place to take it up in the future with us. Could yeah. be, let's understand. Let me, let me remind people like Bill Gates and fucking Steve Jobs who won't let their kids touch technology. Yeah, who, no way. You know, who won't let them let their family near the social media. They're like, no, you don't need that. Right. Yeah. Go ahead though. Yeah, it makes a, it makes a perfect sense to avoid it, and then you got the commoners that are all programmed and they're being you know controlled because you want the best thing you can ever do is be unique, and the more unique you you are, like you're you just completely separate yourself from the old things and start defining. That's the other thing that I like about these new platforms is you're defining what they're going to be by you being on them. You're choosing what they're about, whether they're about love or hate or whatever. So it's it is less people there. I'm going to be interacting with with them differently too than yeah. I have up to this point you know what mm -hmm. i mean um i've got to i feel like i've got to and i've been reading terms of service for the last couple of years that's another thing right. that i'll part with for everybody if you don't already it really doesn't take that much time to read these tos's when they update them and you'll at the very least get a couple of like eye rolls maybe a couple of heavy size maybe even a couple of oh my's out of yourself as you're reading these things so much so that you'll begin to really ask yourself if you don't need to think differently about how you're using a lot of these apps. Um, you know, TikTok is no uh, exception. You know, uh, any of these other uh, popular platforms are no exception whatsoever. All of them are doing this to us. So, um, but yes, Andreas, yeah, you keep use, leading. Let me yeah, I just want to say really quickly, make sure you guys subscribe to us on Odyssey and Library. It's the same thing, actually, if you subscribe one year on the other. But do, do subscribe. And, you know, if you haven't made an account, use one of our invite codes and you get a token. We get a token for you using your token. You're connected to the community. Like, they actually help uh, proliferate communities. So go sign up and, you know, use Exertus or Baked in Awake. I don't know what your invite code is to uh, make an account and like start using the thing and see it for yourself. You know, that's just a place to start.
And if you like it, you'll stay. I think you will. I think so. I, I so far have had great vibes over on library. So, um, and it seems like a really functional platform. I look forward to, you know, that being a great place for what I have created already to be able to live on and maybe be the first place that I can try to go and move to and inhabit and put some new energy into in 2021. Uh, that's, you know, tied to what we do here, you know, cause oh, that's I'm what so we're excited. Yeah. kind of talking about like how to, how to still have fun with the internet, how to still be out there, how to, how to not unplug and throw it all away. Right. I getting, mean, uh, getting it, views on my videos, it gives me energy. I feel excited. Like if I only get a few views, I'm like, Oh man, but I kind of go through it. Cause it's important. I feel like any way to do it. But like when I see my old videos getting hundreds more views, all of a sudden people saying this is making me think and change what I'm thinking about and doing again, it makes me pumped and want to make more material. So, so libraries put me in a you're getting to new people. Yeah, it's huge. And it's making me want to make more content again on library. So I'm stoked on that. I like that. I like that. Um, you know, as, as you know, I'm there, but I apparently need to occupy that space more fully. So, um, oh, yeah, throw it down, bro. Throw, throw it right down. Together in the coming year. Um, let's, you know, get together again very soon. Um, I'd love Definitely. to talk, you know, whether it's Tartarian topics with you or something like this, that's like just very germane to our, our collective real lives guys, again, to both our audiences, this is about everybody. Rethink what you're doing with these apps. Rethink what you're doing with these apps. Go read the terms of service of Instagram, Facebook, even discord. You know, what are they doing to us? What are they doing? Yeah. Discord, they've got microphone apps, they've got contacts, yeah. they've got DMs. You're doing a lot over there. There's a lot of action. Be a little careful with Discord. Try, try again. This is why I said elements. We're looking for alternatives for all this stuff. In the next year, we're going to be completely safe, I think. That's the beauty of it. I hope so. I hope so. I'm working on, you know, stopping acting like a baby on the internet. I'm, I'm more than experienced enough now to be able to take the time to reform my usage. I downloaded Brave on camera earlier here with you. I'm going to go off of this call, log, you know, get that thing up and installed on the on the Mac here and uh, click around on it just a little bit and acquaint myself uh, because I do know I need to really curtail the use of Chrome. Uh, you're I doing the right thing, man. Yeah. I mean, it's, you're, it's just you're being conscious things aren't easy and i'm just admitting how like how entrenched all of these habits are for me that you know i can every step you're taking is a good step there we go i mean you're doing one you're doing one thing at a time and everything you're doing is great like now that you're gonna have brave like it's a huge step and you know the more that you're trying to make material and you're like let's make a video on like we're gonna do it so it's and we're doing it now because the thing is as soon as video is done i'm gonna bounce it to the library channel so it's like and you should i think yours is automatically archiving so this will be on library. It is. Yeah. But what this I will may be on do, library in a minute. Well, yeah. Well, what I may go ahead and do is do that very thing. Like leave it up on YouTube for just a few days, but then make it unlisted here. And having done so make some sort of announcement on either my community page or um, on the podcast, reminding people, Hey, there was a great conversation. It had to do with all of this strategy moving forward in terms of, you know, social media and the internet. 
and uh, and you can still hear it if you want to go and, and check it out over on library. So uh, everybody, thank you guys, Andreas. Thanks, thanks a lot, dude. man. It's so thank great you. to be here. Um, yeah, super great to have you. And, you know, uh, just the two of us even just a great time. So, um, you know, let's uh, let's just keep it going. I, I think you've got uh, a great uh, a great role as a Internet mentor for us here right now. So we're going to have to check back in maybe in a month. And I'll let you know how Brave has gone and how what, you know, what else we've done behind the scenes since then and how that's going. Because it'll be another month in the rear view, another few weeks in the rear view with no Instagram usage. Maybe but I'll be on signal with you talking to you. Month, I'll look like a homeless person and this. I'll be crazy. You know, you're going to be sending me. You can send me photos in, in in Signal. We'll get you on PixelFed. We'll start doing all the things. So by the next month, you'll have been talking to me most of the days. I'll be your, what's it like, uh, AA support for like, you know, uh, yeah, like anonymous. Yeah, like my yeah. sponsor. That's great. <laughs> I like that. All right. Good. You know that's a volunteer position, right? It's not a paid position. Oh, yeah. Just to clarify yeah. that, right? Okay. It might Everybody, be tax deductible. I'll look into it. Probably. Probably. I'll be happy to write a note for you, whatever you need. So, uh, guys, thank you, Andreas. Thank you. Uh, I got Tartarinova.com has been scrolling at the bottom of the screen for the last moment or two here. Um, Check it out, guys. It's a great time. Everybody else, uh, if, uh, if I haven't said it to you in a little while, smoke Indica and do shit anyway. And we'll see you all. Right. Real soon.